What's going on, guys? I just want to let you know that I am a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you like this show and if you're listening to this, I really hope you do, go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com for more shows like this one. We've got shows like Breaking the Panel. They talk about all the hot topics in comic books today. We've got Botched, a D&D podcast. A bunch of friends get together, get trashed, and go through the fifth edition of Dungeons & Dragons. We have Pokemon Go, many other shows. Please go there and check that out. And as always, like the Blazing Defender Report. And now, for your listening pleasure, the Blazing Defender Report with your host, Travis Jones. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the two-time, two-time podcast award nominee. We didn't win, goddammit, but we were nominated. The Blazing Defender Report. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Travis Jones. Thank you so much for hanging in there with me. Um, it's been a fucking crazy week, and I know you don't give a shit, but this is this is why I haven't had a, had a show this week so far. Uh, I've been fucking sick, and I don't get sick, man. I'm like fucking Wolverine. I don't get sick, um, and when I do get sick, I'm a little bitch. I'm such a little bitch when I get sick, and I haven't felt well, and I was going to do a show Monday, and man, I just didn't have it in me. I really didn't, and I don't want to give you guys subpar Blazing Defender. That's just not what I fucking do, man. It's like a, it's like a classic chef. When you know the food ain't good, you don't fucking serve it. You let them go hungry first. You don't feed them shit. I'm not feeding you guys shit. I love you too much. Thanks, everyone, for joining in. Uh, and yes, Brian, uh, LMC Faux Life, we are live. Smoking a cigar waiting on me, brother. You cigar smoker, huh? Oh, shit. We need to talk, my man. We need to talk. Uh, what are you smoking? I have to ask you that. Um it's going around, bro. I missed two days, too. Yeah, man, it was, I think it's just like fucking allergies or some shit. But, I mean, my belly was full. Of, and, like, brother can eat. I'm 240 pounds. I fucking eat, okay? And I didn't even want to eat. I didn't even really want to eat today. Like, I just, I didn't want to eat. I didn't care to eat. Didn't want to eat. Um, Just didn't want to. Nothing sounds good. Nothing. You can't fucking taste anything. You really want to eat shit. And, uh, you know, I try to eat well, but I'm like, fuck this, man. I'm eating shit. Um, Casey, TV's Casey. What's up, brother? Hey, guys, check out Casey on Twitch as well. Uh, the Bad Coyote Podcast. Funky. No, wait. Bad Funky Coyote Podcast. Casey, I know I just fucked it up. If you want to type in the link, man, in the chat, feel free since I just fucking destroyed the name of your show. Uh, I know it's a, I know it's really, really, it's close to your heart. The name of your show is close to your heart. Uh, but what's happening, guys? Hey, man, a lot to talk about today, though, right? I mean, and you know, you know what I know that you know that what I'm going to say is what you know and that I also know that you know. Fucking in-game trailer, yo. In-game trailer. Today, the probably the last one we get before the... There might be some TV spots that'll show some some footage. 
But we got the end game trailer, guys. The final one, probably before the movie hits. I am fucking super stoked. Uh, and man, I mean, Cap, I mean, really? When Cap's fucking strapping that shield on, if you don't get fucking goosebumps, dude, you, you're watching the wrong show. You're watching the wrong fucking show. Uh, but yeah, so a lot to talk about, guys. And, and you know, we're going to talk about some Captain Marvel stuff. We're going to talk comic books. Always, always, always going to bring it back to the source material on comic books, guys. Um, show that shit. Show that shit. Show that shit. All right. LFD Reserve Special for my grab bag. Dude, that's a good stick, homie. That is a very, very nice stick tank. Yes. Um, I haven't had the Reserva Special. I haven't had that one. I'm trying to think what LFD I had. And let me tell you, the only reason I got the LFD is because it's the acronym for my fire department, Louisville Fire Department. And I'm like, oh, LFD, that's cool. And then I smoked it, and I was like, holy shit, it's a great cigar. And there, there are, I can't remember what the LFD stands for. Maybe you can put it in the chat for me. But that is a very, very good stick. It's a very, good, very very good cigar manufacturer. So, yeah, man. Yeah, we need, we need to definitely talk. You're going to Dragon Con this year. I'm going to bring you a special stick. Uh, and not mine, not mine. Cause it's really not that special. So, Hey, but guys really, really quick, just to do some house cleaning, get this shit out of the way. Collectorzone.com. Please check them out for all your collectible needs. Collectorzone Cantina, which check it out. I'm not making this shit up. A very positive Facebook group to join. Uh, if you're a collector, if you like Funko pops, mess, co-action figures, sideshow stuff, I'm surrounded by that shit. If you could, you could see my room it's, it's a fucking uh, travesty uh no pun intended but like it's i got shit everywhere and uh a lot of that stuff is from collector zone so please check collector zone cantina out you get free shipping and some other benefits and it's just a really cool place for collectors to go to show what they are collecting maybe they're looking for something and you can help them out find it or maybe even sell it to them or work out a trade uh it's just a very very good positive cool collectible community to join uh so check them out guys t public t-shirts yo 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 the dopest logo in podcasting Uh, i i didn't say it actually i did say it but i've heard other people say it so other people can't be wrong i don't know who those other people are but i'm sure they're right so, yeah, check it out. Uh, the Blazing Defender shirts are on Tee Public. You can get coffee mugs. You can get stickers. I used to have stickers on there. Actually, I put one of uh, my stickers on my travel humidor for my cigars. Yeah, so it's a conversation piece. Uh, and just to let you guys know, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky right now. We are under severe thunderstorm warnings. Shit is fucking crashing against the house. Uh, I'm hoping I keep power. Let's just put it that way, okay? So if something happens, uh, I apologize. It was totally out of my control this time, all right? Uh, but, yes, just to let you know that. Uh, guys, so, and 30% off right now, T Public. And, look, pay up, you cheap fuckers, pay up for the uh, the athletic fit shirts. Uh, they're super fucking soft, man. I mean, look at this shit, man. Fucking stretches across your boobs real nice. Uh, so yeah, these these are really, 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 really nice t-shirts. 
Uh, so check them out. And plus, like I said, you, you help a brother out, too, in doing that. Uh, the Giant Size Team Up Network, guys, we've got some great shows. Botch, the D&D podcast. Um, uh, toy Power, which if you like toys, that's a great a, a great podcast to listen to as well. But we got some really good shit on the G- Giant Size Team Up Network. Please check them out. And a lot of us are on Twitch now, so you can watch us play games and shit like that. Guys, episode 100 is coming up. Big milestone for me. Not for like I seen Joe Rogan's got like four thousand episodes on his podcast. Well, I ain't fucking Joe. Uh, Joe is a pioneer. Joe is one of the reasons I'm in fucking. I, I'm doing podcasts because I was a big fan of his. But a uh, hundred, he hit a hundred. I'm gonna hit a hundred. So I'm very excited. I really, really want all you guys to show up. They mean a lot to me, and uh, I'm gonna have some fun because the live show for me is uh, it's what it's all about. Um, and I know, I know, I know Tank is with, uh, the, the nerds from work podcast. They've recently got into some live stuff. I think they're digging it. Uh, I really hope they are for me. It's, it's a game changer. The live stuff with the chat and you guys talking and putting links in and asking questions. It's just dope. It's just a fucking, it's so much fun. It's, it's awesome. I totally love it. So uh, I'm really, I really want a large chat group because I'm going to be playing some games and stuff, hopefully, and uh, I'm going to need the chat's help. So uh, I can't do it without you. So 100, I don't have a date yet because when I get the date, I want to set it in stone. Nothing can happen. I don't get overtime. Uh, my wife doesn't have something planned. Uh, it's just, it's got to be set in stone. It's got to be a good time. And I really, really, really want you guys to show up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be a celebration, man. I'm going to have a couple guests on. It's not going to be just me. So there, you lucked out there. Um, and it's just going to be a lot of fun, and, and I want you guys to join in, please. Yo, Kurt Bootwin, what's going on, Kurt? How are you today? That's how Kurt talks. Like it's not even that sexy, but it's 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 really really close. I do a really good Kurt Bootwin impersonation. Uh, not really. He's like he does like voice acting and shit. So my shit sucks. Uh, but yeah. So um, who's seen that Captain Marvel shit? Huh? <laughs> Who's seen Captain Marvel, yo? Um, I did. I went Thursday. Uh, for all everybody said I was a fucking hater. Yeah, I'm a hater. I had my ticket. I was there fucking Thursday night, cheering on Brie, super hot Brie Larson. Um, very worried about Brie Larson. Uh, I think I've made that well known throughout uh, this whole post or pre-production of the movie. Uh, and I am, as I said, I would, I am very, very glad to say she nails it. She nails it. I was totally wrong. Uh, they really picked, I think every, every trailer that I seen, I think they picked the absolutely worst one to show her in, like as far as delivering her lines. Uh, now, now don't get me wrong. Some areas I was still like, eh, but for the most part, I thought she did a fantastic job. Loved, loved, loved her facial expressions, which is weird, right? Because she caught a lot of shit for that online. Like, she's not smiling. She's stoic. She's stone-faced. Well, she's not in the fucking movie, guys. And she really makes some great faces. And I love it when when actors emote that uh, emotion. See what I did there? Uh, but yeah, so she was fantastic. Now... How did I think about the movie as a whole? 
Wasn't too happy with it. Not really happy with it. Uh, I'm glad some people were. Uh, it, it For everything that I love about Marvel movies, it was like everything I was, wasn't was worried about is what happened. Um, and the first 25 minutes, I thought were boring as shit. And me and the guys that I went with, we all said the same thing. So I love it when I get, I don't say anything when I go to movies with my friends because sometimes I think they look to me to say something. Some of them are comic book people and I'm going to get to that. <clears throat> and there's going to be a review show coming out. I'm not going, I'm not getting into spoilers guys. If you haven't seen Captain Marvel yet, it's okay. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just kind of, kind of giving you an overview of what I think. Okay. So the people that I went with, some of them were comic book guys, some of them weren't. So I don't say anything because sometimes I think they take their cue from me because they don't, you know, they just, they don't want to say anything because, well, I don't know the character. So, and I'm like, dude, it doesn't make a difference. You don't have to know the character to enjoy the movie. That's what this movie should always do. Even to somebody who knows it, it should appeal to the masses. It can't just appeal to fanboys and comic geeks or these motherfuckers wouldn't make a billion dollars. Okay. And they were all like, dude, man, it took a while to get going, didn't it? You know, and I was like, okay. So I wasn't alone there. They also agreed to that. Um, Just, you know, some of the characterizations I just thought were fucking way off, man. Um, Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Oleanicious, Oleanicious. Dude, you got to come on, man. Jason, you know you got to come up with a fucking username that I can pronounce. I can pronounce that shit. Uh, give me more Jimma Chan. Hell fucking yes. Jimma Chan. Uh, Min, Min Vera? Min Vera? Is that correct? Kurt, I know you know because she is a character on Marvel Strike Force. If you're not playing that, you really should be. It's pretty cool. Uh, the Kree Sniper from Star Force. Uh, Dr... Menavira, Menavira, Men, Men, Irva, Men, Irva. Thank you, thank you very much, Men, Irva. Um, smoke show, total smoke show. Too bad she got blown up because really like to see more of her. But hell knows, in end game they could all come back, right? But uh, yeah, so we really don't get to see a lot of her. But she is very, very, very attractive, especially with blue skin, uh, which is probably hard for a lot of chicks to pull off. But she nails it. Um, so yeah, so some of the characterizations like Fury, uh, Fury really blows my mind and I get it. He's it's, you know, it's 20 plus years before Avengers. Um, he's a, a newbie kind of maybe, I guess, I guess you could say he hasn't been on the job that long. Him and Coulson, either one, uh, as far as shield goes, but like the cat that we get in Avengers, and this, I don't know, man, the spy's spy. This dude's not going to be singing, dancing, cutting jokes, and washing dishes. Okay? That's not my fury. I, I really think they try to go to buddy cop, like a, like a rush hour or some shit, and they needed that comedic influence. And so, you know, if Fury Samuel Jackson could pull off anything, right? Um so I just, I just, I didn't understand 
Fury's portrayal. Uh, they just took him too far. I get it. He's not going to be as jaded and as as stern and stoic as he is now. But the, the, the Fury that I seen in Winter Soldier and that Fury in Captain Marvel, two totally different people. Two totally different people. So they just went too far for me with Fury's portrayal. Coulson, love, love me some Agent Coulson. Total fan service. He he did nothing for the movie. He could they could have been any Shield agent in that role. It was just really nice to see him on screen, but it did nothing. Um, you know the cat goose. Goose was pretty cool. Um, I I was always aware of the possibility of it being a flarkin. A flarkin. It's just fun to say, man. I love fucking saying that flarkin. Um, I hope that they continue to use him. I don't think they will. We haven't seen him yet. He obviously didn't go to space with uh, Carol when she went looking for the scrolls. And that's another thing. A lot of people are pissed off about the scroll portrayal. Um, I was not. I really liked that twist. Uh, t- yes, Talos, Talos was amazing. Talos stole the movie for me. People were saying it's the cat, not for me. It was Talos. I thought he was funny. I it, you, you I was like, man, I really hope this guy isn't the bad guy. I mean, the whole time I'm saying that, and then so I was really glad when it wasn't. Uh, the the gender swap. If you haven't seen the movie, I'm not going to spoil that. But the gender swap was dumb. It's dumb. And this is what I'll say about any gender swap that doesn't add anything to the story. It's dumb. It's lazy writing. There was no reason for that gender swap other than the fact is to to market to a demographic. It's dumb. I hate it. Uh, I really, really wish. Okay, Casey says, who cares about Marvel? honestly? Uh, you, Casey, of all people... Being the cosmic fan, the cosmic traditionalist that you are, he is like a major character, especially in that area of Marvel Comics. And he's who he is. And he was like the first guy to beat Thanos. So, yeah, I care. I care. Now, honestly, I'll be honest. I didn't really... I didn't care at the time. I was kind of like, oh, okay. Um, I get it. All right. Like, I see what you did there, Marvel. I just think it's dumb. I just, uh, I think it's dumb. Um, the only thing cool Marvel did was die like a real person. Well, a regular person. Well, and they basically, she died, she died in, in Captain Marvel like a regular person too. So, and that's another thing. So, we don't know how she got the Tesseract. The Tesseract was with S.H.I.E.L.D. Someone gave me an image of, uh, apparently, they were doing some type of cooperative study with the Tesseract with Marvel. Um, so, that's how she got it. This is my thing. Um, uh, was, that a, was that a spoiler alert? I didn't think it was. Um well, we still don't. I still don't know how she got it. I mean, we still don't know, right? Why would they let her have it? For one thing, I, I didn't understand that. There was just a lot of things that you really have to overlook in this movie. I won't go into it anymore because I, I want to save some for my review show. But um, there were things I liked, and there were things that I didn't. I thought the story was 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 rushed. I just I didn't. 
I didn't really think they gave her the vehicle that she needed nor or deserved to be to be quite honest. Now, when I say that is she is amazingly old motherfucking P. And by OP I mean overpowered. Um yes, the third act for sure felt rushed. I was like what what hold on what just happened so oh oh they're here now oh okay she's working on a light speed engine but y'all just popped into the oh okay all right i get it so anyway um uh, yeah for sure the third act felt rushed um marvell was supposed to be in a romance with carol i would have liked that and that's another thing like we really didn't get any romance in this movie and i know some people are like well so far, we don't need that fucking shit anyway yeah, you kind of do. You, 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 she needs to be humanized some way. And I felt like they didn't really humanize her that much either. She's this fucking ultra powerful character. And I'm just really, really wondering where Marvel goes from here. Like, we're really going to. Okay, you put her and Thor and we're going to get to them meeting. Right, guys? Right? Right? Um, you put her and Thor on a fucking squad. Who can't they beat? Let's be honest. Technically, Thor could beat Thanos at full power with the fucking Infinity Gauntlet. If he'd have hit him in the head, we wouldn't even be going to Endgame, right? So now you've got Captain Marvel who can destroy Kree fleets by just flying through them. Uh, I don't know where they go with this. Like, who are we fighting next? It's really going to get out there. So... Uh, we'll see, right? We'll see. I don't know. I'm very, very curious to see where it goes. Go see Captain Marvel. I'm not saying don't go see it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, what I'm saying is, is that I just, I didn't love it. I wanted to love it, and I just didn't love it. And if that makes me a fucking hater or whatever, let me tell you what it makes me, guys. And this, you know, people are going to say that. Oh, you're, you fucking hated it from the beginning. I'm never going to sit here and tell you that I like something when I fucking don't. Not ever going to do it. But I will, on a lot of occasions, tell you how I initially feel about something. And then sometimes I think about it. Sometimes I rewatch it. Sometimes I reread it. Uh, and I go, you know what? I'm wrong about that. I got no problem doing it. I'm wrong on a fucking minute-to-minute basis, guys. It means nothing to me. To admit I'm wrong, to say I'm wrong, because I'm wrong 99% of the fucking time. But what I'm not wrong about is shit that I like. Because no one can tell me what I like but me, and I just didn't like it. I really wanted to, but I didn't. So if you if that makes me a misogynist, a sexist, sure, fuck it. I've been called way worse by people that love me, so you can't fucking hurt me. Um, but I just didn't love it. I'm really hoping... When the Russos get her, I get a vehicle that I like. I get her in a vehicle that I like. It's like Black Panther. Black Panther was a much better character to me in Civil War than he was in his own fucking movie. <gasps> you racist. You fucking racist. You didn't like Black Panther. I love Black Panther. It was an awful movie for Black Panther, but for everybody else in Wakanda, for Wakanda itself, it was a fantastic movie. But for Black Panther, it was a shit movie. He got he once he was stripped of the herb in his suit, he gets his ass beat. He couldn't beat the bad guy till he got his suit and herb back. 
Did anybody miss that? Did it? Does anybody not admit that? I don't think they do. No one talks about it. I don't know. Um, now I did fall asleep at one part. Maybe I missed it. No, I didn't miss it. I know that I've seen it twice, so I know I didn't miss it. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, he gets beat. Okay, by the bad guy. So whatever. Again, not a good vehicle for the main character. This. They gave her her power set, and I and I, I feel like that's all this movie was. This movie was rushed and jammed in there because she was going to be the linchpin of Endgame, and uh, they needed this vehicle to to launch her in Endgame. So with that, true believers, that is our segue to go to Endgame. Do, does anyone think that the 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 black and white that they're showing us? But the red is present in every frame. Um, of course, Tony's giving his uh, farewell goodbye to Pepper. Now, this is what I'll say. Like, okay, now see, like the red on the flag is showing. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Other than just aesthetics, Marvel typically doesn't do that, though, right? There you hear Peggy Carter from, uh, I believe it was Winter Soldier, when he's at her deathbed or at her side as she's older, of course, right before she passes. She tells him that. Okay. Now, this was always, this has always been, now this is a potential spoiler. Okay. Uh, if I'm right, which I never am, remember, I'm 99% wrong half the time. But I think this is, they're showing Peggy, and they showed Peggy in the last trailer. Now you hear her. Um, I feel like Cap Cap is going to go away in this movie, but I don't feel like he's going to die per se. I feel like he's going to travel back in time and he's going to be with Peggy and they're going to leave him there. Now, I don't know this. Uh, I, I, what makes me think this is they're really, really playing up the Peggy Carter role. And Peggy has said that she has filmed scenes for Endgame, the the actress, uh, Haley Atwell. Spoken on. Haley Atwell. So I wonder what the connection is here because they're really, really pushing Peggy in every trailer. Are they not? Okay. All right. Now, the internet has been wildfire with this image right here with uh, possibly being a Kate Bishop character. Um, which would be fucking super cool. Now, is it going to be Kate? Kate Bishop takes the mantle of Hawkeye after Hawkeye dies in the in the Marvel comic books universe. So, is this his daughter? Did she not get snapped away? Is this one, going to be one of the things that is undone in Endgame? And I, I don't know. Like, is this before? Is it after? It seems like it's before, right? So we don't know who she is, if it's a daughter, or if it's really Kate Bishop herself, like just a friend of the family or whatever. But uh, you can almost be guaranteed that she's going to be the next Hawkeye. And as you can hear, Peggy is still talking. Again, the red. The red is a very frequent, uh, it's a very prominent color. This means something, guys. I don't know what it means. It's not just for aesthetics. And look, here it is, Cap carrying Peggy. Uh, when she died, he was a pallbearer, right? In, in Winter Soldier. So it, this, they're tying this in. Again, the red. 
The reality stone? I mean, the reality stone's red. Cap's gloves, which really aren't red, but they're red there. Now, as you can see here, all right, I'm going I'm to I'm slide back just a little bit, okay? Because this is weird to me. Like, the hairstyles. All right. Obviously, there's been some time, okay? Black Widow's hair is growing out from the red, and now she's got this blonde at the end. It's kind of like, like maybe as they time jumped, their physical characteristics changed somewhat. Do you see what I mean? Uh, I don't think Black Widow went to a hairdresser and got these blonde ends on the end during this movie. Do you see what I'm saying? And we're going to see some different hair on her here in a minute. But this obviously is alluding to some type of time jump, time uh, shenanigans, if you will. And even look at Cap. Cap looks a little weathered here. And is that gray? I believe that's a little gray in his uh, his flowing locks here. And, like, he looks a little weathered. So, you need to grow the beard back, bub. But, um, so, yeah, I think this is, like, maybe way later. Okay, and here uh, you're going to see Tony Henderson. Sorry, buddy, from Geek Versus. You're gone. You didn't survive the snap. You're out of here. Uh, Geek Versus, one of the shows on the Giants I see them network, or was, I must say, uh, but he gone now. But now, as obviously Paul Rudd has time traveled to this uh, era or – He's obviously here after the snap. We don't know where at after the snap. Years, months, five minutes after, we don't know. But he's obviously looking at this poll going, what the fuck happened to everybody? Okay, now here, Black Widow, her, you know, uh, there's, you still see the blonde. She's got the braids. Clint, it's got the, uh, the high top uh, Peaky Blinders thing going on. Hawkeye gets a lot of love in this trailer. All right. Now, this, I fucking love Rocket Raccoon. And, like, seeing him and War Machine side by side, it just, that gave me chills. Uh, and this look on his face, this is not a look of disgust with Rocket. This is, oh, fuck yeah, we're getting ready to murder something. This is, uh, he is hyped right here. So, I'm really, really curious on what they're doing, how they're together, what they're doing right here, very excited. This this gave me chills, too. See, Cap looks a lot younger here. His hair looks, you know, uh, darker than it, than it did. Now, Clint, man, he really, he's rocking the fucking faux hawk in this movie. Full-on Ronin. The strongest Avenger, guys. Make no mistake, the strongest Avenger. All right, now, I'm going I'm to just backtrack it right here all right now this is what i noticed look at that that's a fucking that's that's a motherfucker right there dude that's the motherfucker right there okay you got nebula obviously uh i don't know where the fuck we're at here but she is fucking bared up ready to kick some ass this whole area behind her has been fucking destroyed now did the Milano crash, uh, or her ship, did it crash with Tony? Um, we know they get out, and I'm going to show you this here in a minute on the trailer, but this isn't the final scene. 
uh, I don't believe it's the final battle scene because she has this outfit on, which is pretty much what she's had on the entire time, right? So I don't know if Captain Marvel shows up and she feels like she's a threat and she's attacking Marvel. I don't know. But I, some people are thinking this is from the final fight scene, and I don't. And here's here's why I'll tell you. Okay, now here, it's kind of hard to tell, but it looked like Black Widow's hair is a lot blonder here instead of red, which makes me feel like time has jumped again. I, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I usually am. But uh, still a really cool shot of her. Uh, and if you've ever been to a gun range and tried to do this, it's very, very hard. It takes a lot of practice to do. But she's she's fucking Black Widow. All right, now the fucking the scene that gave everybody chills and chubs and squirts, right here. Cap strapping up the shield. He's shaky. He's beaten up. Uh, he's grimacing, but he's still got the pearly whites. I mean, the dude's perfect, is he not? Um, so really, really want to know. This definitely looks like the final scene, right? But check it out. We're still in this worn, torn area back here. All right? Now, is this not reminiscent of what Tony visualized in Age of Ultron when he sees the stack of bodies? All right? Does it not look like that background, that terrain? Okay. Again, I don't think this is the final battle. Now, what's going on here? Obviously, Ant-Man is... Uh, uh, activating some type of lever. Took me a while to get that fucking out. Um, not sure what's going on here. Obviously, it looks like he's in the quantum realm. Alright, this is why I think they this here, they're heading, I believe, into the final battle. Um, they have the white on I'm not crazy about it. I'll be honest, guys. I'm not crazy about the white, but uh, I mean, it's, it's still kind of badass, I guess. But they're obviously getting ready to time travel. I feel like that is when they're really going to meet the final, either the final version of Thanos or this other big bad that they have. I don't know, but as you can see, Nebula's back here. There was a lot of talk on who was in the shot in the first trailer. Now we kind of find out. And you got Nebula, Hawkeye, or, or yeah, Ronan, Ant-Man, War Machine, Tony. Now, why is that so big? We haven't seen Tony and Cap walking out side by side together since Age of Ultron. Okay? I mean, uh, Civil War, they were at odds. Uh, Endgame, or I'm sorry, Infinity War, they weren't even on, on the same planet together for most of the movie. So, and it look, look here, look at Widow's hair. Now, I guess it's pulled back a little bit here, but it still doesn't look like the long blonde hair that she's had in most of the trailer, does it not? I mean, I, I could tell it's pulled back. I just don't think there's something going on with, with that. And then the best part of the trailer. All right. Now, we've got some CGI work right here. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's probably her ass because there ain't much there. Um, this is a fantastic scene. I love this. And look, w Widow's hair, very, very short and blonde, probably right after Infinity War, right? That's what we're thinking. 
Uh, we know Marvel shows up at the end. If you've seen Marvel, the post credit scenes, you kind of see where she arrives. Um, and now they obviously got her some different clothes, but it's I thought I thought everybody's talking about this scene right here. It's like the two most powerful Avengers, you know, finally get to meet, and Thor says he likes her. Of course he likes her. He gonna hit that shit. Uh, hey, I, I'm for a Thor uh, Captain Marvel romance. I think that'd be fucking awesome. Uh, I'm all for that. What do you guys think? Um, now I can get back to the chat because uh, I couldn't be on the chat because of that window being open. All right, let's see. Oh, Lord. Yes, thank you, Dennis. Totally agree. Blonde, I see them red. He misses the beard. Of course he misses the beard. Kate is so awesome. Yeah, I mean, I would really love to see uh, Kate. Yeah. Watch out for Tony Henderson. I know, man. Tony's gone, dude. Travis is like, you know, 10 years later, he just does it himself. Right. Yes, exactly. Well, Travis has tiny legs. I do not have tiny legs. Are you kidding me? I have to have my jeans specially made, dude. And it ain't because of anything else but my thighs. Uh, tiny legs. That's hilarious. Secret Evasion, big, big waste of my time on screen. There are much better storylines to adapt. I agree. Um, I'm not really, I'm not totally sold on a Secret Invasion, especially, now especially, let's look into this, especially after they've kind of made the Skrulls not bad guys, which I know the internet's on fire about. Um, not to say they can't do that down the road, but I really think that they would have maybe shown us like these scrolls are are truly refugees they're not like other scrolls like they want to leave war behind and just go live their life and stop being hunted by the kree now there may be some other like militant scrolls they just want to fucking destroy everything uh like we're used to in the comic books and kind of like uh the kree right so it'd be a good reason for the kree not to have liked them because we really don't get why the kree didn't like them um, if it is Sacred Invasion, wouldn't you have to wonder why anyone let S.H.I.E.L.D. continue to exist? First scrolls now, then Hydra. That's a great, that's a great point. Yeah, that's, um, I, I, yeah, I don't think they're going to have another movie or another plot line to where they're, um, uh, infiltrating, uh, another, like, government agency like they did in S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I think, I think that's true. Don't Bad scroll. We need a super scroll and a trim like rolling first people. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, I would love. Yeah, who who wouldn't love to see super scroll, right? And now that we got the Fantastic Four back in the fold, uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta have the scrolls in Fantastic Four, right? When they start doing Fantastic Four movies, so maybe we get them back. Maybe we get super scroll. That would be fucking awesome. I would totally be down with that shit. Um, and I know you guys would be too. Um, we're all really really excited for. Just so much uh, of what's coming up, man. And there's there's so many things that they can do um, that we haven't haven't seen yet. Maybe even haven't even fucking thought of, to be honest. And that's that's saying something. Uh, we know they're going cosmic, and I, I, and I honestly I'm ready for it. I, th- I think it's going to be a, a hell of a lot of fun. And uh, you know, like, hey, I didn't like the Captain Marvel movie, but I like that character. Um, again, she's hot, she's powerful, uh, just seeing her and Thor together, I was like, yeah, 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 have babies, motherfuckers, have babies, have little fucking Viking hot 
godlike babies. They'd be fucking smoking. Uh, but yeah, so a lot of shit to look forward to, guys. It's probably the last trailer we get, like like I said earlier. But uh, I, I'm cool with that. Uh, let's let's just fucking get it on, man. I'm ready to get it on. All right, guys. Since I didn't have a show last week, we're gonna write in the comics. Um, I didn't have a show last week, but there were some really, really good comics, and I want to talk about them just really briefly. Uh, if you're a Blade fan, guys, uh, which I am, um, Blade being one of the first big like comic book characters to hit the screen, right? Like one that was good. Like the first Blade I thought was fucking awesome. I loved it. Uh, love Wesley Snipes as Blade. Not saying they should go with Wesley, in the future, but I think that um, he's a he's a character that really needs to be brought back into comics. He's just he's visually striking, and who don't like vampires? Uh, not the kind that glisten. We don't like those kind. Um, and I really think um, that that he needs to be brought back into the MCU. Uh, just really quick, Jason says Ronan was so underused in Captain Marvel. He shows up three minutes later, and it's like, okay, kids, let's go home. Yeah. How out of character was that for Ronan? Like, Ronan talked shit to the Mad Titan. Like, before he had the Power Stone, guys, do you remember that? He was, like, giving, giving Thanos some shit. Like, you know, just, you know, like, talking back to him. Then when he got the Power Stone, he really lost his mind, right? So... I don't know, man. Like the whole, there was a lot of characterizations in, in Captain Marvel. I just really couldn't agree with, and and Ronan was one of them. A very, very minute part, right? But he still wasn't the Ronan that we're used to seeing. Now somebody's gonna say, "Well, he wasn't the accuser then." Yeah, he was, motherfucker. He was still there. Was several accusers. They were kind of like if, if if Star Force was uh, Delta. Then they were the they were the Rangers, okay. If I if I can make a comparison, fuck I don't know. <clears throat> um, so but yeah, but yeah, Ronan was not was not uh up up to speed in Captain Marvel for me either. Uh, but Blade, uh, you've got this vampire civil war going on. Blade is teamed up with the Avengers. Ghost Rider is when ape shit. Uh, there's a great fight in here between Ghost Rider and Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was like, we can't hurt him. Robbie's still in there. And then basically, like, Cap was like, look, he's tearing us apart. Like, we've got to step it up. Cap says this. we got to step it up. So Blade ends up dismantling Ghost Rider, which was really, really cool how he did it. So uh, if you've not been reading the Jason Aaron's Avengers, you really should be, especially if you're a Blade fan. You're going to love this. Um, so yeah, please, please, please check out the new Avengers. It's really, really good guys. Okay. And the next one, uh, from last week that was fantastic is Conan. Oh, imagine that it's Jason Aaron's writing Conan. Oh, I can't believe it. Uh, yeah. So this, each book has been a little bit different. And what's cool about this issue or every issue, this is issue four. It's taking Conan and putting him in a different time period of his life. And this one, and it's all the same story, which is really, really masterful uh, because it flows. This is a King Conan story. And what's so awesome about it is you've got King Conan, who is basically taking control of this area, this large area, and uh, this realm, if you will, and he's getting sick, violently ill, 
because he's not killing anything anymore. He's not a hunter anymore. He's basically just waiting to die, and that's not Conan. So you have this issue where Conan, even though he's fighting off this illness, is basically masking up and going around and taking out villains and burglars and people that are committing crimes in his kingdom. And he's getting better. It's so awesome. And then there's a there's a scene where he's with this lion. And, oh, my God, it's so awesome. Conan gets a fucking pet lion is the end of the end of that story. But it's how he gets him. And the lion's like, you're my boy. You know, it's just a fantastic issue. What's so great about this Conan series is every issue a very much self-contained story that you can get a lot of, a lot of action, a lot of great artwork, but it's telling an, an overall story. Like there is a story arc to all these individual stories, and they're very scattered out as far as the years go. Uh, basically, since Conan has cheated death for so many years against so many obstacles, his blood has been uh, enriched with this death magic. And there is a witch that wants to reincarnate a dead god by using Conan's blood. So there is this underlying story that's going on that uh, I'm really, really f- cannot wait to see the end of. But uh, this whole run has just been masterful. Very, very, very good. Uh, if you like Conan, this is the best Conan stories to date. Uh, Jason Aaron just has the voice of this character, much like he does Thor. Um, and it's, it's just good, man. It's gold. Please, please check it out. You're going to love it. All right. Um, I think that's it for last week. So for what I, what I got for this week is, let's see. Okay. Um, I myself am a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Not so much, uh, God rest his soul, Luke Perry, uh, and Christina Swanson, Kristen Swanson, Christina Swanson, not that Buffy, but this Buffy, uh, the TV series Buffy, which ended up after the series ended, ended up going into the comic books. I believe it was Dark Horse. Boom Entertainment has the Buffy uh, the Vampire Slayer franchise now, and they've decided to reboot Buffy. And when I say by reboot Buffy, I mean like this is not a rehash at all same characters like right here you got cordia chase uh and just cordy for instance cordy you know who was the total mean girl right from the movie mean girls total mean girl of sunnydale high here she's like the, the exact opposite she's sweet cordelia and everybody hates her because she's fucking perfect. She's gorgeous. She's a cheerleader. She's running for class president. She's kind. She's generous. And it works. It just fucking works, man. Uh, so you've got these massive shifts in characters. Now, it's be with me being a Buffy fan and a traditionalist at heart, it would be real easy to be put off by this type of reboot. But it works. And guys, I'm all for whatever works. Uh, It would be very easy for me not to like this, but I just can't help myself. I really like it. And one of the reasons this book works so well, I'm going to show you why, is the artwork. 
Uh, in the Dark Horse comics, I'm not really for, sh- for sure who the artist was on most of the runs, but he wasn't that good. Uh, this artist is very, very good, and this is what I love. I said this about John Wick last show. Um, it, even though the art wasn't that good in John Wick, at least they made John Wick look like Keanu Reeves. Here, as you can see, Giles looks just like Rupert Giles in the, in the TV show. And look down here this last panel. Looks just like Sarah Michelle Gellar. And I love that because it it connects me, right? It connects me to the TV show. Um, and the artwork is just really, really, really good. And in this issue, they bring uh, something new. Uh, she has just found out she's the Slayer. Rupert is in, in, in the midst of trying to train her. She just met Xander and Willow, Cordelia. Spike makes an appearance in this issue. But she also gets her Pegasus, and I say this with air quotes for people on iTunes that can't watch the show or see the video. I'm doing air quotes on her Pegasus, and she thinks it's a big bad, but it's not. So it's really, really cool. And I was like, oh, man. And it's shit like that. They're changing the origin, right? They're changing the the year one Buffy, if you will, and they're making they're making these cool little additions, and it's like, oh yeah, man, that would have been so cool if she'd have had that in the beginning. So this has been a great series so far. I believe this is issue three. It's by uh, Jordi Belair and Dan Mora. Dan Mora is doing a fantastic job on the art. Jody's really killing it on the uh, on the writing side. Very, very good reboot. If you're a Buffy fan, definitely, definitely give us a shot. And if you're not. I think you would dig it. It's vampires. It's a very strong female character. She's still badass. Uh, Buffy, when people talk, and I want to talk about this really, really quick, because with all the Captain Marvel, uh, I don't know if you want to call it controversy or whatever, um, you know, it's, it's, like I said about the gender swap, it made no sense. It brought nothing to the story uh, just to add another woman, another Maybe a semi-strong female character because she was a fighter pilot and all this other shit. Um, scientist, she's you know doing this. She's Marvel. I mean, she's a Cree. Buffy was one of the best female characters of all time in all pop culture because they took the frightened blonde bombshell that went screaming in the woods and tripped and fell and got killed. And made her into the boogeyman for monsters. That's what Buffy was. Monsters were fucking petrified of this blonde, gorgeous prom queen. And that was a a stereotype flipped on its head. And they made it fucking work. Josh Wheaton made an iconic character. uh, One of the best women superheroes best women role models a a young girl could have is Buffy the Vampire Slayer so uh, I love I fucking loved that TV show I was just devastated still am devastated that it's not not on the air anymore so I was really apprehensive about this story uh, when I heard they were rebooting it but it looks it's fantastic and I really dig it I can't wait for more so please check it out all right uh, the next one is one that a lot of people have been waiting on and, um, me, me in particular, uh, I'm trying to get that off. Okay, here we go. 
The Grim Knight. This is a tie-in from The Batman Who Laughs. The Batman Who Laughs is a Batman that was infected with the Joker virus when Batman killed the Joker. The Joker virus jumped into Batman and created a Joker-slash-Batman character, which is probably the worst creation ever, right? So uh, the, that that the Batman Who Laughs has... Has a plan for Batman. Uh, the Batman doesn't know how to beat him. And he has enlisted the help of the Grim Knight, which is another Batman from the Dark Dimension, who it's basically, okay, people have been calling it, oh, it's Punisher Batman. It's Frank Castle, Bruce Wayne. It is, and it isn't. It's Batman if he was the Punisher, which is a big difference. And what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Well, Frank Castle, uh, you know, spec ops, Guru, uh, you know, a badass, no doubt, a, a great tactician. He's no Batman, guys. This is Batman with using all means necessary to eradicate criminals. And this dude even goes so far into using all of his resources at Wayne, Wayne Tech. He creates satellites to basically kill criminals from space and like there's a scene in this where he's watching these 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 satellites take criminals out and people are like they know it's wayne and they're like thank you batman thank you or they know it's batman thank you batman for saving us you know as this this dude's laying there was his fucking head exploded i mean this guy is batman but he's he's out to eradicate all criminals. And he did he did that. He did that in Gotham in his universe. Now his universe was destroyed and the Batman who laughs brought him over to help him extract his plan on our Batman. So in this book you get the origin story and it's where Bruce his parents were killed in Crime Alley. But instead of just being a damaged little boy that grows up to be our Batman, this kid gets the gun from the the attacker who's looking for Martha's pearls and fucking kills him. And now he's become Batman. Like, he's still become Batman, but this, the Grim Knight. It's a really, really good story, guys. It's it, it, Just to say it's Batman Punisher is does a, a real injustice. Uh, Scott Snyder in uh, Tyen, I guess. Um, I think he was the co co writer on this. Uh, Rizzo is the artist, which you would know his work from 100 Bullets. It's very, very good. They have kidnapped our James Gordon. And in the Grim Knights universe, there were no, there was no Joker, there was no Penguin, there was no Two Face. Why? Because he killed them all. He killed them all bec before they could become that. And there was no Joker. Because he says, you know, I remember a guy in a red hood that I killed. That was the that was the first Joker, right? Was the red hood. But he killed him before he could become the Joker. So it makes you wonder if Bruce had done this, we wouldn't have Joker. We wouldn't have you know what I mean? All these lives would have been saved. It, it's 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 a weird paradox, and I know it, it drives you nuts to think about it. But it's like, is the Grim Knight right? Is this Batman the Batman that Gotham really needed? So, uh, but anyway, James Gordon in the Dark Dimension was this Grim Knight's arch nemesis 
because James Gordon, it's really interesting because James Gordon becomes the hero of the story because he's trying to take down the Grim Knight in that dimension. Uh, he fails, but he was very cunning and very, very smart. It makes me wonder if our Jim Gordon could be as cunning and as crafty as that Jim Gordon was if he was to ever have to take our Batman out. So it's a very, very good story. It draws all kinds of parallels, and it plays into the Batman Who Laughs plan on what he has in store for both Jim Gordon and Batman. He doesn't want to kill Batman. It's way worse. Death is way too easy. So The Batman Who Laughs has been a great, great book. It's been a fantastic story. This is a great one-off. It's a very good self-contained story that leads into the bigger story of The Batman Who Laughs. So, guys, please, please check it out. If you're a Batman fan, you really need to be reading this. It's some of Scott Snyder's best work, and that's saying something because he's he's been one of the best Batman writers of all time. Okay. Um, all right. My next book, this is what I've been doing for you guys each week. Um, I'm grabbing a book that I don't buy, that I don't usually get. Um, I'm seeing it. I think it looks interesting. So I read it, and I tell you what I think. This book is Image Number One, uh, Assassin Nation. Okay, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a nation of assassins. Um, but I am blown away by this issue. It's utter fucking. It's it's beautiful. It's fantastic. It's entertaining. It's funny, and I fucking loved it. All right. First of all, this is going to be the first page. All right, let me see. Yeah, this is the page I want to show you. Okay. Uh, oh, it is by Kyle Stark, who, if you know that name, is the writer of Rick and Morty. I know a lot. I've never watched an episode. Reading this comic really makes me want to watch Rick and Morty. <clears throat> Rick and Morty, um, are very, very, very popular. Uh, all right, hold on a minute. Uh, I'm just trying to catch up in the chat, guys. I never would guess you love Puffy. I'm trying to get my girlfriend to watch the show. Oh my God! Yeah, Casey. Yeah, you've got to get her to watch Buffy. I mean, uh, yes, I own all the DVDs as well. Um, the tech that this Batman was toting was amazing. Yes, like, and think about it: the tech that the, the Grim Knight had, our Batman could utilize, but he would never do that, right? But shouldn't he? You know what I mean? It really, it really begs the question. Uh, I thought Kingdom Comes giant bat robots were scary. Now, now we got bat kills. Yes, actually, she won't do it, man, because Wheaton was outed as a creep. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I don't know what I, I don't. I didn't know that. I, I, that's news to me. I didn't know. Josh Wheaton is one of my favorite directors of all time. He created The Avengers, for God's sakes. One of my favorite movies of all time. He created Buffy, one of my favorite characters, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. He created Firefly, one of my favorite TV shows. Uh, Captain Malcolm Reynolds is one of my favorite original TV characters of all time. Um, he's done more for women with Buffy uh, and Willow and, and just everything he did for women in that series. I, I don't know... What made him a creep? I'll, I'll, I'll check into that. Uh, I, I'm sorry that she won't because I feel like she's really, really doing herself a disservice by not watching this series. Just pop culture uh, reference-wise, if nothing else, right? 
but there's a lot of great, great depth and, and character development in that series. I mean, I don't have to tell you guys, you know, uh, but I'm really, I really wish you'd be giving it, give it a shot. Um, but assassination. <clears throat> so you've got this group of assassins and this is like, like, like Pornhub, right? Like Pornhub does the trending, uh, porn stars and the, the ones that are falling down. So this is the first page and look at these names, guys. Look at some of these names. Uh, you've got names like red scorpion, meat stick, smush walker, rubble death patch and the best name down here at number bringing up the rear at number 20 fuck tarkenton fuck tarkenton when he meet he meets a bunch like all these assassins get together and I, i'm gonna get to that but like one of the other assassins go he's like hey fuck tarkenton because not a lot of people know him because he's you know he's, he's ranked so low so he's like hey fuck tarkenton well how you doing and they're like did you just call yourself fuck you know, like it's it's fucking hilarious, dude. Like this this has been a, this book is fucking awesome, and it's not just awesome because of great names. They've got a lot of great character development and and more to come. And this is this is what I'll tell you. There's a, um, a um, an assassin named Chekhov's gun. He was the number one assassin. He has been replaced, obviously, by my man Fernando up here. Okay, he's not happy about it. All right, but someone is trying to kill him, and he believes it's one of these assassins that is trying to kill him. So he has all these assassins assemble in one room, and he uses an assassin named Maxwell Bishop, who he trusts. For what reason, we really don't know yet, but maybe because they might have a common goal, and Maxwell Bishop feels like somebody in this room of assassins killed his husband and it was a great conversation that Chekhov's gun he's an asshole like he's a total asshole there's no wonder somebody wants him dead but like he talks about marriage and then Max talks about marriage and it's so funny like the the ideo- the different ideologies they have about marriage and gun looks at him and goes yeah well I didn't have your experience and it's just it's just funny the interactions between assassins is what makes this book not just great action and for great action we got this right here uh, the beginning opens up with an assassin trying to take a hit out on, on Chekhov's gun and they chase the guy down and cars are exploding oh, there's a lot of action in this book and, and I wanted you guys to be able to see the artwork the artwork looks really really good uh, Erica Henderson is from Squirrel Girl She's doing the artwork, and it looks really, really, really good. Um, <clears throat> so, and, and again, the key to this book is the interactions between assassins. And I have another page, don't I? No, I don't guess I do. I thought I did. All right, sorry, guys. I thought I had another page for you, but I don't. But um, these assassins, when they get in this room together, they're all comparing notes. Like, they're all kind of... You know, measuring their dick, so to speak, against one another. And then Fernando walks in the room and everyone's like, oh, shit, Fernando, Fernando. Fernando's like the LeBron James, the Zion Williamson of the fucking assassins world, right? So they're all like wanting to get his autograph and shit. And he's signing shit like fuck off Pendejo and he signs his name. And dude, it's just funny, funny shit. Well, there is a 
um, an attempt on Gunn's life by one of the assassins. I won't say who it is. So now it's like a big bar fight, and all these assassins are kind of fighting each other. And when it's all said and done, the whole reason Gunn put them in that room is he wants to hire them. And he's like, who to protect me? Who better to protect me than the best assassins in the world? So, uh, it, it's it, like I said, it's violent, it's fun, and the characters, man, this is like a video game full of fucking characters. Each one of these dudes has his own personality, and them intermingling with the other assassin, and to think I'm going to get more issues, and oh my god, like, dude, home run, fucking pick of the week, I'm so excited, like, I just happened to find this book. Uh, it's, but it's really, really, really good. Assassin's Nation by Kyle Stark and Erica Henderson. Fantastic. Images did it again. This is definitely, 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 definitely something that I could see being a Netflix show, uh, on Spike or, or, or something. Just outrageous, raunchy, violent. But these um, these character interactions are just they're just fantastic. So uh, my pick of the week, guys, uh, is Assassin Assassin Nation uh, number one. So just came out this week. Please check it out. Uh, hey, the lights are still on. Hey, that's fucking something, right? All right, um, we got the lights on. We got the show um, show done. Show's done. Is that it? Was that all I got? That's all I fucking got. Um, I didn't get to read everything this week yet. Like I said, man, I've been kind of down. <clears throat> As you can see, I got a fucking cough. My throat's fucking scratchy. My nose is draining. You give a shit, I know. But with uh, the Avengers trailer dropping today, we had to fucking talk about it. Uh, guys, let me know what you think. Hit me up on Facebook. Please find me on Facebook Live. I'm sorry. Uh, I am on Facebook Live sometimes. This is the deal, guys. I've had a lot of people ask me this, so I meant to talk about it earlier in the opening, and I got carried away and forgot. Um, but I'm trying to get uh, affiliated. Uh, so if you haven't followed me on Twitch, I'd really appreciate it if you do that now. Uh, if you know somebody you think would like to follow me, please send them a link. Say, hey, man, give this guy a shout. Follow him. The great thing about Twitch is you will get a notification every time I go live. Like uh, the GSTU guys that I follow. And if you follow me, I'll follow you right back. I turn my notifications on. Anytime you go live, I get a, I get an update. I get a I get a push notification on my phone. Oh, shit. Uh, botch D&D's live. Let me check them out. Uh, so the nerds from work are live. Let me check them out. So, you know, I click on the show and I can watch. It's really, really cool. It's a lot of fun. So... Um, this would really help, and I need to get affiliated. I need 50 followers. I'm about half, a little over halfway there. So if you know somebody that has a Twitch account or somebody that you think would like to show, please shoot them a link to my Twitch, and uh, maybe they'll just they'll join, and maybe they'll never watch. But I, I definitely want you. I, I definitely want them to to watch and join in. Uh, like I said, the chat just the chat makes everything for me. Um, and Facebook Live, I post a lot of stuff on Facebook Live. You'll be able to find all my videos there in YouTube. Um, but yeah, guys, so, oh, yeah, Debo said Arrow was finally coming to an end. Yeah, man, what do you think about that? Uh, I gave up on Arrow. Uh, I tried it again. I gave it, Arrow was like the hot girlfriend that's crazy. 
you really don't want to be with her anymore, but she's hot, so you, you give her another shot. And Errol was like that for me. Like, I really like Stephen Amell, and I'm like, oh, he's going to jail this season? Ooh, that shit will be fucking dope. I'm going to watch that. Dude, there's no jail anywhere like the one Ar- that Arthur went to. Uh, so I got really bummed out on it. Uh, I did like uh, Final Crisis. Or no, a Crisis on Infinite Earths. I thought that was pretty good. Um, but it just wasn't enough to sustain it. And, you know, I I, I, I hate that the Arrowverse, the one that started it all, is coming to an end. Uh, yeah, Felicity Smoke. Yeah, she's Smoke, all right. She's Smoke Show. Um, I hate it because I do like all those characters. The show just couldn't keep me interested. And uh, I, I feel bad about it because I feel like when one of these things fails, it just doesn't bode well for any of it. You know what I mean? Which isn't true because, um, you know, uh, good's good and bad's bad, right? And Arrow's been consistently bad. I love the first two seasons when he was killing people. Uh, and I thought I liked that that struggle that he had on doing the right thing and to take a guy out or not to take a guy out. And then when he decided I ain't killing anybody, I got a son, I need to be a good representative. Dude, you're in fucking jail, yo. You're in fucking prison. You got to do what you got to fucking do, Arthur. And it's just, I don't know, it got stupid. And Flash, I gave up on too. Uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, I gave up on. What else? Supergirl, I never really watched, even though I think she's gorgeous too. Just, it wasn't enough, man. There's so much... um, good tv out there with all the streaming stuff like doom patrol titans um <clears throat> yeah i heard that i heard legends of tomorrow got really good uh jason said it got really good toward last season um i heard that about arrow uh last season um and you know i just i don't know it, it, I, i'm just i haven't been excited about it for a long time i love deadly class i love the magicians um, so there's, there's, there's a lot of good shows on, man. You've really got to pick it up or you're just going to get left in the wind. And that's what happened to Arrow. Unfortunately, uh, I really, I do feel really sorry for the cast, but maybe this will free Steven up to do, uh, something really, really good because I think the kid's talented. I think he's got a great look. I think he's a good actor. He's got the physicality to play superheroes. Uh, fuck that Casey shit from Ninja Turtles. He can do way better than that. Uh, maybe we get him as a Nightwing or something. How about that? That'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, the order. I just started watching the first episode today on Netflix. Uh, haven't haven't finished it yet. It looks very magicians like. Uh, so I really hope it's different. Like it looks like he's going to break bills, you know. But it's a university, and you know, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But it, it looks pretty good. But that is the next show that I'm starting. Is the order. Um and the immortals and the immortals also is is on Netflix as well, which is vampires, which I dig vampire shit, but I don't know uh, if it's any good yet or not. Uh, very self aware and ironic. Okay, well I like that too. So um, hopefully it'd be some good TV for me to watch. Uh, anything else y'all are watching? Like. I'm trying to think uh, if I've seen anything like just kind of I'm really digging Deadly Class. If you guys aren't watching Deadly Class, man, you. uh, Oh, uh, LMC for Life has finished the order. It's good. Okay, cool, cool. 
Um, do you watch The Magicians? If you don't watch The Magicians, if you do watch The Magicians, I should say, I would like to know what you are they similar or are they just completely their own thing? Like, because I love The Magicians, I think it's really, really good. The editing can sometimes get weird, but I know why they edit it the way they do is because it's um, it's a it's a budget thing because like oh. We got to go pull the key out of that dragon's ass. And then the next scene, they got the key and they got like shit all over their hands. But you never actually see them pull the key out of the dragon's ass because that would have cost money. So I get it. Uh, yeah, you should. If you like the order, I think you'll really dig um, the magicians and stay with the magicians because I believe it's season two or season three. They really start to uh, like they could say fucking stuff. Like, they always say fuck, but it'll be like, yeah, you mother, you know what I mean? And it'll 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 blank out. But now they actually say fuck on sci-fi, which is awesome. So And they fuck. And they, like, actually fuck. So that's cool, too. Um, and hot. Hot girls. Oh, my God. So hot. Um, the order has a s- slight storyline you'll notice, but it's good. Okay. I'm good with that. Uh, I'm going to watch it. So I definitely want to, uh, I want to check it out. Um, but yeah, guys, that's all I got. The rain has really kicked up again here. So, uh, I'm going to hop off before I get fucking zapped off guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. Thank you guys that have ordered shirts. Thank you guys that have followed me and shared my show. Dude, I really, I don't know how to thank you enough. Uh, what I want to do is thank you enough by being able to stream on all platforms. Uh, I want to take my show back to Facebook but I also still want to stay on Twitch. My goal is to hit affiliate on Twitch first. And then the goal is to have the Blazing Defender Report, like the show you just watched. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Jay said awesome show. Or I'm sorry, LMC for Life said awesome show again. Thank you so much. Um, but my goal is to bring the show you watched today to Facebook. That will be my Facebook live show. And then on the affiliate show, it's going to be me with some of the other guests in the GS2 network just talking about nerd shit, just talking about Captain Marvel, just talking about, um, um, you know, just nerd shit, comic books that we really dig, comic books that fell short for us. Batting a thousand with five. Thank you, man. That's awesome, Jason. That was a great compliment. Batting, batting a thousand, even with your flag at half mass. Brother, I am at half mass. I haven't been this half mass in a long time. Uh, yeah, Debo, hundreds on the way, guys. Dude, when I start to pump out shit for uh, episode one hundred, you gotta share it. You gotta share it to to your friends, your family. I don't even give a shit if they ain't gonna watch the show. You gotta share it for me because uh, I want it to be a big show, big, 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 big show. Uh, it will be on Twitch, um, probably. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to decide whether it should be on Twitch or Facebook or not. I don't know. Uh, but it's probably going to be on Twitch because, like I said, this is my goal is to get affiliated. Once I get affiliated, I can start to do other things. Uh, again, the Twitch show will be like me and Casey or me and uh, another host or another comic creator because I got a couple comic creators that want to be on. I just don't know what kind of show it's going to be. And I just want to just just talk, man. Just talk about nerd shit. We can talk about movies. We can talk about TV shows we like. I think you guys would dig that. So that's I want that to be a different um, platform uh, show on Twitch than it is on Facebook. But this is my goal right now. So help me achieve that goal. I know you guys will. You guys are fantastic. 
Uh, thank you so much. And guys, pl- dude, if you do one thing, do this for me, please. Just, just be nice to somebody. Treat somebody like you'd want to be treated. Hold the door for somebody. Help somebody that didn't ask. Uh, give someone a compliment. Just, man, if we can just just do a little bit each day, we'll just make the world a better place. I know I get very cynical and I get very uh, upset with people and, and, and lash out. Everybody does raw human, man. But I, I honestly, every day I wake up trying to think how I can make somebody else's day a little bit better, a little bit brighter. So if we can all do that, I would really, really, really appreciate it, man. And plus, hey, tell them Blazing Defender sent you. Hey, guys, with that, I'm out. I really, really appreciate your support and your help. Thank you so much. And 100's coming, guys. 100's coming. Stay tuned. Peace. Peace.